This episode is brought to you by Golf Kicks. Are you sick of wearing the same old golf shoes? Are they not your style or not comfortable enough for you? Now you don't have to worry. Golf Kicks allows you to transform your favorite kicks into golf shoes. That's flip-flops, Jordans, sneakers, even Crocs. Head over to golfkicks.com today and use code OWN20 at checkout. That's O-W-N-2-0 for 20% off your order. Golf Kicks, screw your shoes. Hey, everybody. It is Thursday, May 6, 2021. We're switching things up a little bit today. We're going to be breaking down our rankings of the 32 starting quarterbacks in the NFL from worst to best. Yeah, I'm excited to see what you got here. Um, we've spent the last few days putting this together, so this should be pretty fun to do. There goes that man's jotra. <laughs> oh my God, did you see that? <laughs> America's team? Yeah, right. Oh, baby, it's a big day in sports. There's nothing like battling it out with your teammates all season long to go win a championship. Green Bay's got it this year. Huge move for him. I think it's going to be a game changer. We have a lot to talk about this busy week in the sports world. Welcome to the In a League of Their Own podcast. All right, again, everybody, welcome to the show. So we're going to be starting from the bottom of the list, working our way to the top. Basically, we've, we've made both of our lists. We understand it's the, the off season, So um, these quarterbacks could shift around a little bit uh, by week one, but we're just kind of basing it off of a mesh of basically who the starting quarterbacks were from week 17 last season. And then obviously incorporating some of the trades that happened as well as um, some of the guys who got drafted as well. So um Kicking things off here, or I guess the way we're going to do this, um, I have a whiteboard. He's got himself an iPad. So what we're going to do is I'm going to be writing down my guy um, for each pick, and then I assume you're going to have a picture that you're going to be showing us? Yeah, I'm going to be showing a picture of uh, the person who I am slotting in that spot. All right. And then for those of you listening to the episode, not watching it, we'll obviously say who we have. We're not just going to show it. And then you guys are stuck wondering who we got. So we'll make sure to do that as well. So, um, all right. Number 32, get him on the board. You ready? Yep. All right. Three, two, one. Sam Darnold. All right. I got Daniel Jones at the 32 spot. Um, obviously two young guys. Um, I got Daniel Jones down there more or less for the fact that he's had more than ample playing time uh, for his time in New York. He hasn't had to share the, share the starting position with really anybody and he hasn't really done a whole lot yet. So I have him at the bottom of the league. Uh, he's got some weapons this year, though. Uh, that offense is kind of getting rebuilt. So we'll see what happens with that. Yeah, I got Sam Darnold. Uh, he's going to do a little bit better, but Carolina still doesn't have weapons for him. It's going to be, I feel like it's going to be a rough year for Sam Darnold and the Carolina Panthers. Yeah, they do get Christian McCaffrey back. But still, that doesn't help the quarterback position when it comes down. I just base it strictly off of playing quarterback. So uh, that's why I have Darnold at the bottom of the league here. That sounds good. 
All right. 31. You can switch off if you want to count us down this time. All right. Three, two, one. All right. You got Zach Wilson at 31. I kind of want to hear what you got to say about him. Why do you have Zach Wilson so far down on the list? Um, the Jets um, overall have been a dumpster fire, and I know mainly that's been under Adam Gase. But since, and since he's out, you had Bob Sala coming in. I feel like it's still going to take a year. He is a defensive coach. I feel like it's still going to take a year or two to get that offense rolling. They're going to struggle this year, and I feel like he's going to have a tough time uh, keeping his head on his shoulders. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean he, he hasn't taken an NFL snap yet, so you could really put these quarterbacks kind of anywhere on the list. Obviously, in the top 10, it's going to be kind of like, uh, you're really going to put him above so-and-so. But, I mean, you can make an argument for anywhere from 32 to probably 15 to put any of these rookie quarterbacks just based off their skill level and how they've looked in college. But, again, they haven't taken a step on the field yet. But, um, but yeah, at 31, I had Andy Dalton. Um, kind of just had, has, had a lackluster career so far. His best time was in, in Cincinnati. He kind of got, got thrown into the fire yesterday in Dallas with Dak Prescott going down didn't really pick that team up and bring him back to a winning culture. Um, now he's up in Chicago. So he's currently slated to be QB one. Um, although it's going to be really interesting come training camp and all that stuff to see how Justin Fields does. And if he gets the, uh, the call up. So number 30, <clears throat> let me know when you're ready. I'm ready. All right. Three, two, one. Jalen Hurts. All right. I got Tua Tagovailoa. Um, yeah, again, Tua, one, uh, the only left lefty in the league, so he's kind of in in a, in a league of his own. Ah, look at that. Let's see what I did there. Um, but yeah, he, he, shared, he shared a lot of snaps last year with uh, Fitzmagic, so obviously – he couldn't get going, couldn't get like that momentum built, his confidence built, sharing snaps, um, obviously, because they struggled to win. I mean, they went on to have a 10 and six record. So if Tua comes out and can have a whole season to himself and match, if not do better, um, hopefully they get into the playoffs this year. I know it sucks to go 10 and six and miss out on the playoffs, but yeah, some good potential for him, but I am falling pretty low on my list just with not seeing enough from him so far. Yeah, and I picked Jalen Hurts. Philadelphia is a dumpster fire. They still don't know what direction they're going with their team. That's why I've slotted him that low. It's going to be – Hurts wants out, so he's going to be leaving as well. So it's going to be a rough group um, over there in Philadelphia this year. All right, number 29. You ready? Yep. 
three, two, one. All right, Daniel Jones. And I got the beard, Mr. Fitzmagic. Um, Daniel Jones, again, you got him pretty low on your list. Anything, any points you want to add to him being there? Yeah, uh, last year, I think he was at the absolute bottom of the list. As far as quarterbacks go, I moved him up off of the bottom as they did get some weapons for him. He has made plays where it's like, damn, this dude can play quarterback. But he's also made some still some rookie mistakes at some times last last year. There's a handful of games that I watched them play where they were competitive and they were in it where if they would have scored a touchdown late in the game, they would have won. So I think he's making this stride forward. And yeah, that's why I have him at 29th. Yeah, um, I, I agree with that. It's kind of he kind of reminds you of Sam Darnold in a way where you see a little glimpse of like, oh, he's got something, and then as soon as it comes, it's gone, and a mistake is made or a turnover happens, whatever, whatever it might be. So, um, yeah, I agree with that. And then I got Fitzmagic at the at twenty nine. Um, it was kind of hard to put him this low, but at the same time, he's bounced around to a lot of different teams. And that kind of speaks as to his inability to take a team under, under like take the leadership of a team and stick there long-term. Um, I think Miami was his longest stint of a team he stayed with. But that's not his fault. Well, is it though? When you bounce around, like if you have a bad year, like look at Sam Darnold up, up in New, in New York, you can't really blame that on him. Cause he's only had one team, one system. Fitz magic has been on six, seven, eight different teams. And it, no matter what team he falls on, it eventually doesn't work out for him. And he moves on to the next. But he's done good though. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. I mean, in a lot of cases when he comes in, it's due to somebody he's else being not, injured and he's or, just filling in or a younger guy who's, their plan that they're he's they're coming in and he's going to be the backup. I feel like he's just got the short end of the stick a lot of his career. Yeah, yeah I can see that. But I mean, for him, it just doesn't is it, I'm sure as cool as it is to play in so many different teams and have different teammates making connections in X amount of different cities, all that kind of stuff. I'm sure that's fun. But at the same time, when you're bouncing around that much as a quarterback, it kind of catches up to you after a while. Yeah, for sure. All right, moving on to number 28 here. I think you're going to be surprised by who I have here. I think you're going to be surprised who I have here. I'm going to bust a nut if it's the same guy. You ready? Uh, Yes, I am. All right, three, two, one. Jared Goff. All right, I can kind of see that. I got Cam Newton at 28. Um, I mean, Cam obviously had his had his time in in uh, Carolina. Um, if we would have been doing this five years ago, I would definitely not have him this low on the list. But just kind of given his his last year with the Panthers, his COVID, time, his COVID the time with uh, the Patriots, he just. I don't know. His numbers just aren't there from where he was earlier in his career. Obviously he's a dual threat guy, so he's not going to have the passing touchdowns that like Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, those kind of guys are going to have, but he's also not kind of, he's not doing what Kyler Murray and what Lamar Jackson are doing. Obviously they're very different physical physicality. Cam Newton's a 
much bigger guy, but they basically both play the same kind of style of that dual threat quarterback. Um, hopefully he bounces back this year, but at the same time, if the Patriots struggle, I think it's going to be Mac Jones stepping in uh, maybe two, three, uh, two thirds or three quarters of the way through the season. If the Patriots are struggling. Yeah, I'm shocked that you have Cam that low, to be honest, um, especially after Bill just built the offense for him, put him in that same style offense that he did win the MVP and did go to the Super Bowl. So I'm shocked that you're betting against Bill on what he did for Cam here. I'm not betting against Bill. I'm just betting against Cam. Well, kind of, because <laughs> they, they, they put the offense together for him. Well, I guess. but <clears throat> And then, yeah, I got Goff. Uh, now that he's over in Detroit, I think Detroit got fleeced super hard in that trade for Matt Stafford. Um, yeah, I just see another struggle. I see another struggleful year for the Detroit Lions. I feel like it's going to take him more than a year to get his feet underneath him in the north. Um, getting used to the cold weather, I think he's going to struggle outdoor games. So that's why I have him near the bottom here yeah that's i i kind of agree with that i i have him coming up soon here as well too so kind of all the same reasons you said um if you can't thrive in a west coast on a west coast team you're gonna it's gonna be a little bit of a culture shock going up to a cold weather team especially when you're playing teams like the bears and packers so uh 27 is up next i'm ready whenever you are same three two one all right you got the red rifle i got sam darnold at 27 um andy dalton at 27 okay i can kind of see that uh what do you got to say about him another it's going to be another average year for him i mean i have him towards the bottom as i feel he's going to be replaced early in the year so his stats are going to be towards the bottom of the sheet I didn't want to put Fields in because I didn't know how much playing time he was going to have. But, yeah, that's solely the only reason why I have Dalton on the bottom here is uh, he's going to get replaced. Otherwise, I'd have him in the middle of the pack, I think. Okay. Yeah, and I have Sam Darnold at 27. And for those of you who just listened to the last two minutes, you're wondering, you got Sam Darnold ahead of Cam Newton. And I more or less just have him there because Cam Newton is farther along in his career. Um Really, Cam Newton, all he has to his name is an MVP. And he doesn't have Super Bowls. He doesn't have, like... Been to two. He's only been to one. Has he been to two? Super, Super Bowl 50. That was the only Super Bowl that he's been in. Um, And I, I'm just more Heisen. or less... Yeah. And I'm just more or less looking at... Sam Darnold has more left to his career. He's starting with a new team. Um. I don't know. I, I, it was hard. I, I kept going back and forth on these two and I had to give Sam Darnold the edge just solely based on he's younger. He's in a new system. He, um, I don't know. I might, I might come back to bite the bullet on this one later, but I don't know. That's just kind of what I went with on my gut. I just like Sam Darnold where he's at next season versus where Cam's at right now. Sounds good. Moving on to 26. You ready? Yep. Three, two, one. 
All right, you got Fitzmagic at 26. I got Jalen Hurts. So kind of in the bottom of the list here, a lot of these guys are interchangeable within a couple different spots. Um, Andy Dalton at 26. Or no, Fitzmagic. Fitzmagic. Um, uh, what do you got to say about him? Um, I feel like he's going to battle. He's going to have Washington battling for the postseason again with Dallas. Um yeah, I still feel like he's got a season or two left in him. Who knows if the wheels are going to fall off. I think they might fall off a little bit this year. That's why I got him coming at the bottom a little bit. And Washington doesn't really have that many wide receiver weapons. So that's where I got him. All right. Um, yeah, and then I got Jalen Hurts at 26. Um, again, he's in a little bit of a better position than some guys just being in his second year and some of the guys lower on the list or either vets that have been in the year for a long time or just have more under the belt than he does and again he got thrown in thrown in um i can't remember what week it was but it was against the packers he looked pretty good um the eagles were down i don't know two or three scores he brought it back a little bit and the packers pulled away again but and then week 17 i know uh giants fans are pissed about that with how basically the Eagles threw the game against uh, Washington, bringing in their second string guy. I don't even remember what his name was, but apparently that was pre-planned for him to come in and get some play time in week 17, but eventually it led to the Eagles losing and the Giants missing on the playoffs. But at the same time, Giants, you were 6-10, and 10, so stop pissing and moaning about going 6-10 and 10 and missing the playoffs. So um, yeah, Jalen Hurts has like you said, he's Ertz wants out young receiving core defense is kind of getting old stuff like that. So, um, not, not easy for him, but if the Eagles can kind of turn things around, I could see good things happening. Uh, 25. You're going to be shocked. All right. You ready? Yep. Three, two, one big ben all right big ben at 25 i got jared goff at 25 um jared goff again going from the rams to detroit um it's kind of it's like taking a big step down in every respect living from living in los angeles to living in detroit having one of the best defenses in the league to the, the Detroit defense. Um, I'd even say that the the offense, offensive weapons, the receiving core of the Rams is a lot better, especially now that Galladay is out of Detroit. So um, he's still got some, ta- some talent there. Obviously he had a Super Bowl appearance, so he at least gets a little bit of respect there, but I got him falling pretty low on my list here for those reasons. Yeah, I get Big Ben here. Um... I feel like he's staying around one too many years. Look at the start that they had last season and look at the downfall that he had in his play specifically through those last eight weeks. He basically ran that team into the ground with his picks, poor performance. And then they re-signed him, which I thought was a ballsy move. Um, wheels are falling off for Big Ben this season if, if he's not going to get injured. So, yeah, I got him down on the bottom here. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely agree. I think he should have rolled off into the sunset with what little dignity he still has left. 
obviously an amazing career. He's got two Super Bowls under his belt. Um, he's probably got a, hand, a couple NFL records as well. Um, obviously not your big like passing touchdowns, completion, stuff like that. But for how long he's been in the league, he's got to have some kind of records uh, to his name right now. But yeah, um, hopefully he stays healthy this year. It sucked to see him go out with an injury early in the season. And then everybody's wondering the rest of the year, oh, was that Big Ben's last game? And it was kind of a anticlimactic kind of game. So hopefully he can at least play a full season. Week 17 comes if they miss the playoffs. They kind of have a little thing kind of like they did with Drew Brees, stuff like that. So hopefully he can at least stay healthy and get the kind of recognition for his career at least. Yeah, absolutely. 24. You ready? Yep. All right. Three, two, one. All right. Mr. Astro Van, Kirk Cousins. You got him at 24. I got Joe Burrow. Um, why do you got Kirk at 24? Oh, I have Kirk at 24 is kind of the same reason um, why I had... The uh, red rifle down here on the bottom. I feel like he's going to get replaced during the year for Kellen Mond. Uh, he's going to be the guy that's going to step in and go. I just feel like Kirk's not going to have a good good year this year, and it's going to be the end of him in Minnesota. Yeah, it's it, there's been a couple sources, even like just within the Vikings organization, who have kind of come out and said exactly what you said there. And I agree. He just seems like he's in the latter half. Well, more than the latter half of his career. I could even see him retiring if he gets benched. I don't see him going to another team. Um, Again, didn't have a Super Bowl appearance. um, Made to NFC Championship once against the Eagles and basically blew what Tampa did last year. um, Going, having a Super Bowl at their home field. The Vikings were a game away from doing the same thing. So but that was with Case Keenum. That wasn't with Kirk Cousins. So I don't even know why I'm bringing that up. But anyway, um, yeah. And then I got Joe Burrow at 24. Again, young guy. Um, I, good potential. Obviously, they go out and get his old teammate, Jamar Chase. Um, they beefed up that defense a little bit in the draft as well. But he is coming off of a knee injury, um, which as a young guy or just any any uh, athlete – I feel like you, it takes you a little bit to get back to 100% if you ever do get back to 100% after an injury like that. Um, So hopefully he's not running for his life and getting hurt again this year, but yeah, not a whole lot to say about him at 24. All right, number Ready whenever you are. I'm ready. All right. Three, two, one. All right. Carson Wentz. I got Jameis Winston at 23. Um, obviously, the departure of Drew Brees is a huge hit for the Saints. Um, not really many guys you can replace aside from Russell Wilson, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers to kind of be at that caliber of Drew Brees. So at, you're, no matter what, you're taking a step down after he leaves. Um, Jameis Winston, although did get his eyes fixed, uh, came out and said he's basically been playing blind for <laughs> his career so far. So 
Um, it'll be interesting to see if they kind of use him and uh, Taysom Hill as kind of a dual QB system. Um, obviously, I think both they could, they could both thrive from that. I don't think either of them will be ready to take on that full leadership role uh, alone. So hopefully they do kind of start out with that. But otherwise, Winston obviously has a little bit of potential, but also two years ago he had 30 interceptions and 30 touchdowns, which has never been done. So, um, yeah, obviously not a stat you want to have tied to your name. But, but yeah, you got Carson Wentz at uh, 23. Yeah, I got Carson Wentz here. The defenses that they're going to be, he's going to be going up against this season are going to be pretty good. Um, all, all of them did get better. Houston, Jacksonville, and Tennessee, they all got way better, especially Tennessee got Bud Dupree on the back end, which is a major acquisition in the offseason. I feel like it's going to take him a year or so as well to get used to the cold system. I feel like it's really going to take him a learning curve year, especially with how much time that he missed when he was in Philadelphia. He hasn't really played a whole bunch, and now you're going in and learning a completely new system. I feel like this is going to be a learning curve year. Yeah, no, I, I definitely agree with that. Um, I think it's going to be kind of uh, – they're not going to really move from, from Phillip Rivers. I'd probably put Carson Wentz at kind of that same skill level. Obviously, younger Phillip Rivers would be better, but him retiring last year, um, we'll see what happens with that. But, um, 22 here. I'm ready whenever you are. I'm ready. All right. Three, two, one. Matt Ryan at 22. I got Zach Wilson. Um, Matty Ice at 22. Yeah. Julio's been in and out. Healthy, not healthy. I know they have a good wide receiving core. They did just get Kyle Pitts. He's been struggling, man. Um He's not the Maddie Ice of when he came into the league throwing for touchdown after touchdown, 5,000 yards a season. They've really hit a big – ever since that Super Bowl loss to the Patriots when they came back and rallied, they just haven't been the same franchise ever since then. They've really still made no major moves as far as overturning coaching and general managers and stuff like that, so – I still feel like they're going to be stuck here and it's going to be. I could be biting my tongue with this one because just because Pitts, what, what is he really going to add to that Atlanta offense? But yeah, I just have a feeling Maddie ice is getting iced out. Yeah. Uh, I agree with that. I could see him being I don't know if he'd retire, but I could see him being out of Atlanta um, either next year or the year prior if they can't do anything. Um, then I got Zach Wilson at 22. Again, this is all speculatory. Um, hasn't played a snap in the NFL yet. But I kind of like what what uh, Robert Salah has got going on, um, moving over to head coach up there in New York. Um, obviously a defensive-minded guy, so it's going to be interesting to see how him and Zach Wilson work together. Um but in the first round, they go out and get Zach Wilson at number two. And then with their second pick, I think it was like 19 or 21, something like that. They will go out and get him Elijah Vera Tucker, get him some protection. So I really like those two, two moves in the first round for them. I'd say the Jets were right up there for one of the top teams in the draft. 
um, obviously fixing up that defense a bit, all that good stuff. So, um, yeah, some good, uh, some good potential for Zach Wilson at the Jets, I think. Um, number 21. I'm ready. Okay. Three, two, one. Okay. You got Teddy at 21. I got Carson Wentz at 21. Um, I kind of surprising. You give, you give Teddy a lot of hype. Why do you got him at 21? Just because the receivers last year, Jerry Judy and uh, what Cortland Sutton, Cortland Sutton, they did lead the lead in drops last season, and that was passes coming from Drew Locke. Teddy throws a nicer ball, harder ball. I continue to see a little bit of problems out there in Denver. Um, I I just feel the wide receivers are going to be the reason that his stats aren't the greatest this season. Yeah, yeah, we talked about that. It was either the last episode or the episode prior. Yeah, it's definitely going to be an issue that Denver needs to fix. Um, we'll see what happens with that, but especially um, the division they're in. Yeah, they they're facing great defenses. So you have young receivers. I still feel like they're a couple of years out, and unfortunately, Teddy's going to have to suffer a little bit. Yeah. Um. Oh, I got Carson Wentz at 21. Again, kind of not too far. In the, we're kind of getting to the middle of the pack now. Um, I'm kind of giving him the benefit of the doubt of his time in Philly. Not the best, not the best offensive weapons. Um, when he, Nelson Aguilar was there dropping a lot of balls, um, not the best offensive line running for his life, gets injured, all that good stuff. So I'm going to kind of give him the benefit of the doubt um, going to Indy, better weapons, better line, better defense, just an overall better scheme. I do agree with what you said that it might take him this year, maybe even into next year to kind of get, get things figured out. But um, yeah, hopefully he kind of reboots his career over there in Indy. Yeah. Number 20. I'm ready. I'm ready. All right. Three, two, one. All right. You got two at 20. Okay. I'll, I was waiting for him to come up because I had him. Where did I have him at 30? So I was kind of waiting to see where you were going to put him. Um, I mean, 20 isn't very high, but why do you got him there? I got him there. Uh, he's getting the playing time now where he's getting all of the reps in practice, all the reps really getting to understand what his role is going to be there. I feel like he's going to be very successful for the Miami Dolphins, and he's going to lead them to about the same record that they had last year. Yeah, I ho- hopefully he does get all the reps. I don't, I don't even know who their backup is going to be now. No idea. Um, so <laughs> That's why he's getting all of them. Yeah, so hopefully, hopefully he gets a full year, stays <laughs> healthy. I don't think injury is really going to be an issue for him there, but yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what the Dolphins do this year, and then I had Kirk Cousins at 20. Um, I mean, kind of just going based off of skill level and just kind of what, I don't know. Like Kirk, I feel like Kirk is one of those guys that doesn't play to his full potential for whatever reason that might be. If it's just 
he's getting a touch slow with his age. Um, I know they, they, they got him uh, offensive tackle in the draft. So that was good to see, um, get him some protection there. But I mean, I didn't want to put him in any higher than 20, but I didn't, I don't know. It was hard to put him any lower than this as well. So not, I mean, not a whole lot to say more than what you said about him, where you had him, but I don't know. I just didn't want to put him lower than 20 on my list. All right, we're getting into the teens now. Number 19. Let me know when you're ready. I am ready. Three, two, one. All right, you got Derek Carr at 20. You're at 19. I've got Big Ben. Um, kind why, of going, you ben why you got Big Ben there? Yeah, kind of going off what you said before, he's kind of staying his welcome a little longer than he should have. But also, you got to give the guy respect. He's got two Super Bowls. Again, was one of the best arms for a while in his career. I'd probably say three or four years ago, he started becoming kind of irrelevant in the league. But also, like I said, he's going to be a Hall of Fame quarterback. You got to you got to at least have him in the top twenty. Um, I, yeah, that's kind of all I had to say about him. Aside from agreeing with the points you said. Yeah, I got Derek Carr here. Um, he's basically got one main weapon, the tight end. Uh, what was his name? Walton. Oh, Darren Waller. Yeah, Waller. He's basically Carr's main guy. So middle of the pack, uh, you don't really have a whole bunch of weapons. I feel like that team, again, is going to be middle of the pack, and that's why I'm putting Carr in middle of the pack. Yeah, these kind of these kind of picks at this spot are like you're basically average quarterbacks. I feel like basically 20 through like 15 are kind of like you're they're not bad, but they're not good enough yet. So this is kind of like kind of the lull I feel like in our list is going to be kind of these like five or six guys here. Um, and I definitely think Derek Carfit kind of fits that bill as well. Um, obviously hasn't really done a whole lot with his career doesn't have the greatest weapons defense is a little better than the offense but yeah no I, I like that spot for him at 19 that you have Matt um number 18 ready yep. three two one Prescott at 18. Wow. I've got Matt Ryan at 18. I got to hear this. Dallas fans, turn up your, turn up the <laughs> volume. It's about to get saucy in here. <laughs> no, I just personally, I've never got on the hype train of Dak Prescott from the beginning, ever since he's came into the league. I've always seen him as an average quarterback. He has above average roster. And you look at the numbers last season, how everybody was like, oh, he was going to throw for the most yards ever. It's like, yeah, when your team's losing by 30 points, teams are letting you take five, 10 yards at a time because they want the clock to just keep running and running and running and get the fuck out of the game. So I ain't taking any of those empty calories as worth anything and all those empty yards is worth anything towards what he's done. Um, playoffs. 
Has he won a playoff game? No. Dallas has not won a playoff game since the 90s, I think. So, there we go. Um, Fuck, man. I just feel like the biggest stink that he made for all of the money and shit, like, yeah, he he was deserving of a contract. Dallas fucked up, and they should have paid him a year earlier before he got hurt. But also, at the same time, He's not, it's not like he's a quarterback that's irreplaceable. Dalton came in and Danucci came in and they seemed to be okay. You know, like the wheels didn't completely fall off. They were still right in it at the end of the year for the playoffs. So I don't know. I just feel like Dak isn't as good as people like. I personally don't think he's as good as a lot of people like think that he is just due to his, just due to his play on the field. And just what I see with my eyes. All right. Those are some fair points. And I think you're going to be kind of where I'm going to have him. It's going to be a little while before you see his name on my list, but um, yeah, I had, I had Matt Ryan at 18, um, not too far off of kind of where you had him Uh, again. Towards the latter half of his career, team hasn't been the same since the Super Bowl against the Patriots. But at the same time, Falcons have been in the playoffs often enough. Um, he's got good weapons. Um, I mean, he could turn. He could. This could be the year he turns it around, especially with Kyle Pitts coming in, taking some of that load off of Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens. I think the arm talents and the IQ is still there for him. He just needs a little bit of a reboot in his career here. Oh yeah, absolutely. And I mean, like you, if another point about Dak Prescott, just let me get, get, get this out here really quick here. His QBR is fucking been atrocious. He's had one season where he's done at decent and he hasn't done anything with that. It's all about winning games, dude. It's all about winning games of being a quarterback. End of the day, I don't give a fuck. It's about winning games. And he's failed to do that on the big stage. That's why he's average. Until he can show me that he can get over that hump and get a win, he's an average quarterback to me. So suck it, Dallas. <laughs> all right. Moving out to 17 here. I'm ready whenever you are. 17. Just going to make sure I got. All right. I'm ready. All right. Three, two, one. Trevor Lawrence at 17. All right. I got Derek Carr. Um, I'll just add a quick couple points from what you said about him. I think you had him at what 19, so not too far off there. Yeah, um, I had him before Dak Prescott, so okay. two picks ago. Um, yeah, just kind of again reiterating, reiterating what you said. Um, he's just kind of that middle of the pack guy, not hasn't made too many big mistakes, doesn't do anything super flashy, just kind of that middle of the road guy. Um, yeah, that's that's all I'm gonna add about him. Not a whole lot to say about Derek Carr. Yeah, I got Trevor Lawrence here, highest out of all the rookies coming in. 
just due to I feel like he does have the most potential upside. He hasn't lost a game since high school, basically, in college. Like, he he did lose in college, but I mean, like, for the most part, he hasn't lost a game since he started playing quarterback in high school. So the team that Urban's building around him, I think that they are going to have some early success here, and I feel like he they're going to be a middle-of-the-road team. That's why he's going to be a middle-of-the-road quarterback here, I think, this first season. I really think he is going to surprise some people by how well he is going to play, but it's too early to put him inside the top 10 at this point, and that's why I got him sitting right outside the top 15. Yeah, a, a lot of good points, and I'll be adding to a couple of them next round. <laughs> um, well, two rounds, but uh, 16. Ready? Yep. Three, two, one. All right, you got Jimmy G at 16. I've got Mr. Teddy Bridgewater. Um, I'll just add a, a couple points from what you said where you had him. You had him outside the top 20, didn't you? Um, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. I had him 21st. Okay. So not too far off. Um, again, kind of 21 through 15 are all kind of middle of the pack, interchangeable guys in my opinion. Um, but I – I mean, number 16, that's literally smack dab in the middle between 32 and one. So, and that kind of screams Teddy Bridgewater to me. I was trying to figure out, I kind of, I kind of like when I made this list, I kind of obviously started at the bottom, had kind of had some guys at the top, but then I wanted to make sure I had my middle solidified at, okay, who's better than Teddy Bridgewater, who's worse than Teddy Bridgewater. And that's kind of, this is kind of the middle guy that I based it off of. So um, again, kind of what you said about him, Receivers have some have hard times uh, hanging onto the ball. Um, I'm sure he'll get the QB one start over Drew Locke, but again, he had some good stints. Obviously, coming in for Drew Brees, going six and zero his time in Carolina, he did good. So hard to count Teddy out, but also obviously not a top ten or top fifteen guy. Yeah, I got Jimmy G. Similar to that reason, Jimmy G has been my benchmark for basically kind of the middle of the road for the NFL for myself. Um, when he's healthy, he does play some good football. When he's not healthy, obviously that hurts. So that's why I have him in the middle of the road here. I think at some point, potentially he could be replaced by uh, Trey Lance along the way here. But I think Jimmy Jean's right in the middle of the road, and that's exactly where you'll find the San Francisco 49ers this year. Yeah, no, I, 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 I definitely agree with that as far as him kind of being that benchmark of who's the most average quarterback you can think of. Um, and really these last couple guys, um, Teddy Bridgewater, Derek Carr, Jimmy G, all kind of fit that bill. So um, moving on to 15 here, top 15. Um, I'm ready whenever you are. I am ready. All right. Three, two, one. All right. You got Joe Burrow at 15. I've got Trevor Lawrence, two young guys. Um, Joe Burrow at 15. That's kind of, that's an interesting. What do you got to say about him? He lit it up last year. As long as 
he was getting protection from the line. I know they didn't really do much to protect him, but they did get him a receiver. So maybe they're working on him getting the ball out a little bit quicker. He had great stats for, for when he played. Um, I think he's a little above average in the middle of the road here. And I think that's what fans can expect going forward from Joey Burrow. Yeah, definitely a lot, a lot of, He's got all the great tools. Obviously, that defense needs a little help, but that doesn't directly affect Joe Burrow. Um, yeah, I agree. He definitely slings the ball well when he's protected, and now with an extra weapon on the field. Um, it would be interesting to see how he does. And then I had Trevor Lawrence at 15, so only two spots ahead of where you had him again. Hasn't take a, taken a snap in the NFL, but also got to give the guy respect, like you said. Hasn't lost a game in college or high school. I mean, if you count the playoffs, he, he's lost a couple. But as far as regular season games, he's never lost. So unless Jake's go 17-0 and 0 this year, he's going to finally have his first regular season loss in his life. But, um, yeah, obviously a young stud coming out of the draft. Went number one overall for a reason. Uh, excited to see how he's going to turn around that Jaguars franchise. Number 14. I'm ready. I'm ready. Three, two, one. All right. You got Kyler Murray at 14. I've got Justin Herbert. Um, why do you got Kyler Murray at 14? Still a young guy, still coming into the league. He still hasn't really got over any humps yet. Um this year will be a great test to see, is he going to be, I have him slotted in a little bit above average right now. That's why I have him above that top 16. Let's see if he can make that next step. And so that's where I got him. I have him above average, but still not into that top 10. Yeah, no, I, I, I definitely agree with that. And I'll add some points onto him when, where I have him, but yeah, obviously yeah, a lot of good potential. Um, that defense is going to be great this year. Uh, you got D hop, Larry Fitzgerald, who might be retiring, hasn't announced it yet, but, um, yeah, good potential for Kyler Murray in Arizona. And then I had Justin Herbert at 14 offensive rookie of the year last year. Got to put him slightly above average. Um, especially given that really Keenan Allen and Hunter Henry were his only two weapons on that offense. The line is average uh i think they got Corey lindsley from the packers at center i think that's where he ended up in free agency so good pickup for them on that old line um but yeah um a lot of good a lot of potential for him um i don't even remember who they picked up in the draft if i'm being honest i'm trying to remember what they did who uh the chargers no idea. Not ringing. Oh, I want to. I want to say they got an offensive lineman, if I remember correctly. I could be wrong, but either way, Justin Herbert, young guy coming into second year, a lot of potential for him. So, got to put him slightly above average. Um, number thirteen, unlucky number thirteen. All right. I'm ready. Three, two. One. Lamar Jackson at 13. Interesting. I got Jimmy G at 13. Um, 
I'll just add a quick point and then switch it over for you at, at your pick. Um, again, Jimmy G is kind of that almost basically that benchmark for about for an average quarterback. Although at 13, I have him slightly above average. Um, and like I said, unlucky number 13, he kind of fits the bill for that as far as his injury where who knows where he'd be at if he could have stayed healthy. Um, probably definitely a top 10 quarterback, especially if he, if they would have pulled off that Super Bowl win two years ago. Um, I definitely have Jimmy G higher on my list for that reason, but yeah, kind of that again, middle of the road kind of guy doesn't do anything too flashy doesn't get too many passes in a game 15 to 25 usually 30 is the most most amount of passes he gets in the game so um yeah jimmy g at 13 and you got lamar jackson outside the top 10 at 13 i do um i've had a tough time putting him inside the top 10 just solely off of the fact like i said a lot of what i judge a quarterback on is winning having control of a team and just a couple other intangibles that I, that I pick up on when I watch a game, I have him here. Um, His play is like, he is electrifying player. Don't get me wrong. Like he's probably one of the most electrifying players in the league, but that's not all it takes to be a quarterback is to be electrifying. Um, I feel like sometimes he tries to do a little bit too much yet where he still tries to do things that he's in college or high school. Obviously he doesn't cause he's in the NFL, but like speculatively speaking, sometimes I feel like he tries to do a little bit more. He bites off a little more than he can chew where if he settles himself down a little bit and start in maybe tries to adapt to throwing the ball just a hair more. Um, I feel like he could potentially move himself into the top 10, but I got him sitting right outside of that right now, especially playoffs, you know, last season, he did make it over the hump getting his one win, but they fell short. So I'm still going to keep him right where I got him. Yeah, no, those are a lot of good points. Um, not a whole, not a whole lot to add on him. I guess I'll talk about him a little bit more once I get to where I have him, but um, moving up to number 12 now. Um, you ready? Yep. Three, two, one. Look at that. Our first match. Yep. Baker Mayfield at number 12. Um, yeah, you, you can go first. Yeah, I have Baker here kind of around the same reasons why Lamar I have around the same positioning. Um Play is excellent at times. He's an electric player. He makes some plays. Still is a little bit too rowdy and makes some careless plays sometimes with the football. I feel like if he settles down a little bit more, kind of like he did in the latter half of, of last year, the second half, where that team started to turn around. I know there he was missing OBJ, and that's like a big thing. Like, oh, he plays better without OBJ. It's like, no, I feel like he's finally realizing what it takes to become a quarterback. And he's right, right there outside the top 10 because he could put himself up into that if he continues to play the way that he did the second half of last season. Yeah, no, a lot, a lot of great points there. Um, again, just to add to that, he's in my mind not quite a top 10 guy, but if he has a good season this year, I would definitely move him into the top 10 if he can get the Browns to back-to-back playoff appearances. Um but yeah, and then kind of what we were talking about yesterday with trade scenarios as far for Aaron Rodgers, the Baker Mayfield and David Njoku, 
going to Green Bay, I liked that the most. Again, um, of, of all the trade scenarios for Rodgers, I would definitely take Baker Mayfield right now with where he's at. Um, he's He's got that confidence. He's got that swagger. And his his playability is finally starting to match kind of how he carries himself. So number 11, last one outside the top 10. Who gets stuck in that 11 spot? All right. Three, two, one. Cam Newton at 11. Okay, I kind of forgot about him. I had him pretty low on my list. You got him at 11. Um, oh, yeah, look at that. He's even wearing his – look at that. Yeah, he actually wore this, dude. This is actually from him. Like, he wore this in college. Really? It's fucking – dude, this thing's – I could wear this as a dress. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you got, you got Cam Newton at 11. Uh, yeah, I'm believing in Bill Belichick. Um, the moves that he made this offseason, kind of last season with the whole COVID, guys opting out, that team really was in shambles last year. So uh, I'm not putting anything. I'm giving last year to like a big check mark for the Patriots because they were really f- fucked for the most part. What they brought in, they brought exactly what Cam does the best, heavy tight end system, RPOs, moving the ball. He still can throw. Um, He still can run. I think he's going to have a surprising year for a lot of people. Um, Don't be surprised if the Patriots find themselves in the playoffs. That's all I got to say. All right. Yeah, no, I kind, I kind, I was kind of harsh on him a little bit, but also, like I said, he's kind of one of those guys that I don't know. I guess it. You obviously, I have him kind of taking a step down from like he's kind of one of those middle of the road guys. You have him at eleven because you see him kind of getting back on track this year. I had him at what did I have him at twenty. Where did I have him? Oh, twenty eight. Just because I see him kind of taking a step, <laughs> might kind of take a step back. I mean, taking a big step back, but um, yeah, no, I, I, I definitely agree with what you said there about him. And then my guy, last guy outside the top ten, I have Kyler Murray. Again, kind of the same reasons you had for Lamar Jackson, both very similar play styles, um, but he passes a little bit more than Lamar Jackson does. It was just, it was hard for me to put Kyler Murray inside the top ten. Um, just because he's young, but again, if he balls out, um, him and D Hop get get cooking. That defense puts um, balls out. The Cardinals are kind of kind of be a wild team in the, or wild card in the West, where I could see them being within a game game or two of the Rams and Seahawks. So, so yeah. Now we are into the top ten. Getting down the home stretch here. Shot do I have here? I wonder if we're gonna get any of these to line up. I'm sure we. Uh, I don't. Uh, we got it. I. I mean, so far we just had Baker at 12. I think that we'll have at least two or three matchup in the top 10. I'm. I don't know. Maybe I'm guessing maybe one. Well, I mean, one one for sure isn't going to be because you had Dak Prescott 
wherever you had him. And obviously I haven't said his name yet. So I have him in the top 10, but, um, and Lamar Jackson. Um, but yeah, number 10, we'll start there. Ready? Yeah. Three, two, one. Jameis Winston. I forgot about him. You had him at 10. Yep. All right. I need to hear this. <laughs> <laughs> Dude's been fucking phenomenal his whole entire career, dude, and he's been fucking blind. He can see now. I'm. I have a tremendous faith in Jameis Winston as a person, as an athlete, as a quarterback. He knows how to play the position very fucking well. If if he's been doing it blind and he won a Heisman, he barely lost in. I don't. He didn't lose a game in college. No, I don't think he did. And he leads the NFL in touchdowns. But yeah, I. The picks, it was a little much, but when you can't see, can't blame the guy. <laughs> I'm, I'm really glad that he did go get his eyes fixed, and I really think this is going to be a breakout year for him. Yeah, I mean, a lot of good points there. Obviously, I was a little surprised to see you have him at 10, but at the same time, uh, not after you kind of talked about him, it's not really surprising. Um but yeah, I guess that kind of adds a little bit of weight to his shoulders now. Not now that it was public that oh, he was kind of blind, got his eyes fixed. So now everybody's going to be expecting him to take a huge step up to say, okay, that was your excuse. Now play better. So obviously he's got to come out and match that. And I could definitely see him doing that. And then my number ten guy, I had Ryan Tannehill, um, kind of a guy who turned his career around after uh, his stint down at the Dolphins. Comes up to the Titans. Um, Back he's, to back. One of the, he's one of the Gase curses. One of the what? Adam Gase, the guy oh. who he was down in Miami for Tannehill, and then he leaves. And Yeah. Um, but, yeah, uh, again, Tannehill, got to put him in the top ten for kind of how he's turned his career around. <coughs> Brought the Titans back to playoff form. Um, above average guy that rarely makes mistakes. He's got some good weapons on that offense. And Derrick Henry behind him as well. So um, really excited for the Titans. I, I, I don't know. I like how that, that franchise has turned around the past couple of years. Agreed. All right. Number nine. All right. Three, two, one. Number nine for number nine. Let's go. That's what, yeah. Had to put him in the top ten. Um, no, no question. The Iron Man of, of the NFL right now. Playing with separated shoulders, broken ribs, sprained ankles. You name it. And now this, he has wide receivers to throw to. Mm-hmm. And, and a defense. A defense, a better offensive line. Um, I'm really excited for Matt Stafford going out to the Rams. Um, it was kind of disappointing to see him have a lull in Detroit. Uh, never won a playoff game, but he's definitely a top 10 quarterback. So I'm really excited to see what he does out in LA. Yeah, you pretty much tar- touched on pretty much all of the main points about him. So there's really not much more to say. Uh Hopefully he gets to resurrect his career out there. For sure. All right. Moving on to number eight. 
All right, three, two, one. All right, you got Tannehill at eight. Yep. And I'm back to back with number nine at nine and number eight at eight. So um, what do you got to add to about Tannehill? Great quarterback, dude. What he's been able to do for the Tennessee Titans franchise, holding them together, kind of picking up all the pieces after the Marcus Mariota disaster that kind of that they had there. Um, he's done a hell of a job, tremendous job. He's definitely resurrected his career, and I've he's definitely in the top 10 of quarterbacks in the league. Um, Tennessee was just on the verge last year of making it to the Super Bowl. Wouldn't be surprised to see them knocking on the doorstep again this year. Yeah, all, all, all great points again. Excited to see what the Titans do. Um, and then I had Lamar Jackson at eight. Um, hard not to put him in the top 10, although I, he's definitely not one of the elite category quarterbacks of the league, in my opinion. Um, a couple of years ago, had his MVP season, obviously balled out there. He is the epitome of the dual threat quarterback, um, obviously kind of. Kyler Murray, some of these other guys coming out of the draft are starting to follow suit, but, um, but again, has to learn how to pass a little bit more. Um, you see, they're definitely a run first kind of offense, whether it's with the running back or with Lamar Jackson, they're just a run first offense on, on both fronts. So, um, yeah, hard to put them on the top of the, or towards the, in the top five or towards the top of the list when he's, not bad for a running back. <laughs> All right. Number seven. Go ahead. Three, two, one. All right. You got Deshaun Watson at seven. I got Dak Prescott at seven. Um, Jeez, what are you smoking? Give me some of that. <laughs> as much as I hate Dallas and I give him flack, I don't know. I think Dak Prescott is – is he's got to be pissed off. He's got to have that chip on his shoulder coming back from from an injury. And he hasn't won a playoff game? He's going to turn things – top to, 10? As much as I hate Dallas, oh, as much as I hate Dallas, dude, I don't know. I, I'm on the Dak Prescott train. It. As much as hurt, as much as that hurts to say, when the when the guy's healthy, he, I don't know, he's average. I don't know. <laughs> the stats don't lie, dude. The stats I know, I know. Lie. I know. I'm on Dallas fans are probably happy right now where I got him, and as much as it hurts me to have him there, I don't know. It was just hard to not have him outside the top ten. I don't know. It's just. I think he's gonna have a have a comeback year. Dallas is gonna win the NFC East. Uh, is not not that that that's much of a an accomplishment to win the NFC East, but still. And you got Deshaun Watson at seven. Yeah, um, I have him here. He's a great quarterback. Um, who knows if he will be playing this season on the field? But. Uh, yeah, he's one of the younger guys in the league who's always been pretty pretty good. So that's why I got him at seven. Or at yeah, this is seven, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I got him at seven. I still feel like he still makes some 
young mistakes, rookie mistakes, yet still throwing the ball sometimes and some of the lackluster decisions that he makes on and off of the field. So that's why I got him at seven. Still got some uh, learning to do. Yeah. All right, moving on to number six. All right, three, two, one. Justin Herbert at six. I was waiting to see when you were going to put him up there. I had Deshaun Watson at six, only one off from you. I'll just add a quick point. Again, yeah, who knows if he's even going to be playing this year, either for the Texans or even at all for that matter. But at the same time, Antonio Brown kind of had his off-the-field antics two, three years ago, and that just got settled like a week or two ago. That's so 23 accusations. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but money, money talks, man. Money can buy, money can buy you time. Uh, if you got, if you got the right lawyers. So um, again, heart can't put Sean Watson in the top five, just cause like you said, he's still young, still makes mistakes, but um, I have him just outside the bubble of that elite quarterback category. And then you got Herbert at six. Yep. Um, he's a tremendous young quarterback. He's got a hell of an arm. He understands the game of football very well. Um, I personally think he made the best transition in the past couple of years of quarterbacks stepping in and playing. Um, he's picked it up right away. There's another guy as well that I have on my list here coming up. Um, as well, who's done a tremendous job. But, yeah, I mean, the Chargers, they were in nine one-score games that they ended up losing last season. That was the most in the league. I mean, he's a hell of a player and a tremendous player to watch play. And I, I feel like he has a very bright future very bright future they got rid of their coach so they have a new coach over there now let's see what type of steps that they make this season and really try to push for it because you have uh bosa back now on defense their defense was really banged up and they have a really good defense i feel like last year was just kind of a a rough year for a lot of those teams that had the injuries and whatnot because you didn't have the time to really get back so this this season's a brand new season and i'm expecting herbert to duplicate what he did last season if not if not do better yeah a lot of good points i obviously had him outside the top 10 but i could see him creeping in the top 10 in that six seven eight range by this by this season as well kind of where you have him so all right this top five is going to be interesting because obviously it's all going to be the same five quarterbacks it's just going to be a matter of where we have them so um number five Getting into that elite category of quarterbacks. I'd consider Herbert elite. Yeah, I suppose. Six. Yeah, I would say that. Yeah. Because Deshaun's not there yet. Well, I had him at six. So that's why, for me, five. (laughs) But. All right. The number five quarterback. Three, two, one Russell Wilson okay I got Josh Allen at five um Russell Wilson at number five why do you got him there his career is starting to catch him 
all the beatings that he's taken is finally starting to catch on to him. That's why he's for the first time in his life, begging and screaming and crying for a line. Um, Cause he knows how important it is. As you get older, you're not able to move as good as you used to be able to. And it's getting harder and harder for him to continue to do that, especially being one of the most hit quarterbacks in the league since he's gotten into the league um, and him being a smaller guy too. That's, it's got to start taking a toll. So I have him on five. He's still a tremendous quarterback. He still makes hell of a hell of throws, you know, great plays, great throws. He's a very great leader as well, which is a, a tangent that I have of these elite guys. That's why Justin Herbert, I would consider it elite as well as because of the type of leadership that he has for his team. Um, that is one of the qualities that elite players do have is, especially at the quarterback position, you should be a leader. So the guys who are leaders are definitely going to be high up on my list here. So yeah, that's why I got Russ in there. All right. Yeah. Obviously a lot of great points. Um, and I got Josh Allen at number five guys just kind of took the NFL by storm. He, in my opinion, came into the league as basically a top 10 quarterback, maybe just outside the top 10 his first year. And then just, moving moving his way up the list as time goes on um even though he's young he just look he's in that vet form uh he'll be going into i believe his fourth year i think his fourth year or his third one of the two um but yeah young guy he's a stud got the bills uh a decent playoff run um great that they went on and got him to, St- to stefan Diggs. uh that bills mafia defense is amazing as well so um it's nice to see some of these teams that kind of struggled in years past, like the Chargers, like the Bills, starting to kind of get into that elite category as teams. So, so yeah. Number four. Oh, can't spell. All right. Three, two, one. You got Patrick Mahomes at number four. All right. Yep. All right. I got Wilson at number four. Um, I'll just add a quick point again. Um, just got him a spot ahead of where you had him at, at number f- uh, five. Again, kind of took that step out of the top three quarterback range that I'd say he was in two or three years ago. Um, again, doesn't help that he, his protection uh, be becoming one of the most sacked quarterbacks over years past. Um, yeah. Hopefully he kind of uh, smooths things over with whatever was going on in Seattle. It seems like him and Pete Carroll are buddies again, and he started getting back to his signature of go Hawks on his socials. So um, seems like things are good over there in Seattle, but again, obviously a top five quarterback can't count out Russell Wilson. Yeah, I got Mahomes here, um, aka Mahomes boy. He, the reason I have him at four is he did make a slide from I would have had him at third after if we would have done this last season, I would have had him at the third spot. He did have a slide from last year. To, Last year's season, I felt like he did take a down step in play, in leadership, in all of that. 
So that's why I dropped him. I, I have moved him down to my fourth spot just due to the fact he took a step backward. Um, I don't know what, what it was. Um, he just didn't seem as electric as he was previous years. I don't know. So all my eyes tell me. Yeah, no, I, I definitely, I agree with that. And, um, like he's still a hell of a quarterback. Don't get oh, me yeah. wrong, but I mean, as far as just play all, all of the factors that I just, my eyes are telling me that he took a step backwards. So I just sort of had to, had to move him back, back a peg. Yeah. Um, not a whole lot to add to that. I guess uh, when I have when I have him up, I'll I'll talk about him a little bit more. But yeah, definitely took a step back from his MVP season a year ago. Um, but all right, whoop. All right, it's number three. Getting to the top of the top here. Three, two, one. All right, you got Josh Allen at three. I got Mahomes at three. Um, I'll just add a quick point again. Took a step back. Um, didn't want to put him at number one or number two for that matter, just because obviously we'll talk about those two when we get to them. But um, obviously still one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Very young, so he's got more than enough time to get himself back up to that top quarterback of the league. Mark, um, they 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 kind of did the opposite of where the Packers did this offseason. Mahomes says, I want protection. They go out and sign him for, for the best offensive lineman money can buy, and he's all smiles. So, obviously, one of the best receiving cores in the league. That Chiefs defense is locked down. Um, yeah, not a whole lot to say about the Chiefs aside from where they're at. Yeah, I have Josh Allen here. He's definitely been on the rise in my books ever since he's gotten into the league. Um, you really can see development in his game from the beginning, from when he stepped into the league to this last year, them especially addressing and getting him a true number one receiver and Stefan Diggs. That definitely really helped as well. Um, those two kind of formed a great relationship right away and kind of hit it out of the park all season long. I'm expecting them to do the same thing again. Um, they did beef up their team with the players that they did add. So they're going to be coming back for it. And I expect them to be right at the top of the, right at the top of the end of the, you know, top six teams at the end of the season. For sure. All right. Everybody knows who are the last two guys that we are down to. Now, are we going to match? Or are we going to have different opinions? I don't know. What do you think? I don't know. We, we've kind of, we've matched on some, I, some kind of, I guess, mindsets. We've but matched, also. we've hit two picks. Baker and uh, Matthew Stafford. And Stafford. Or the two quarterbacks that we got to see. Well, either we're gonna either we're gonna be four or we're gonna be stuck at two because either we're gonna match on these last two or not. So nope. all right, the number two quarterback in the NFL is three, two, one. Mr. Aaron Rodgers. All right. Um 
Yeah, obviously our homeboy, Mr. Rogers. Everybody knows about his whole beef going on in Green Bay right now. Aside from that, one of the best quarterbacks ever to ever step on the field. Uh, hopefully they get things figured out in Green Bay. Um, just a game manager, the highest IQ, in my opinion, in the game right now. Um, doesn't make mistakes. He could literally – it's funny to see stats of, of quarterbacks in the league right now or previous quarterbacks where he could – throw an interception for like 300, 400 passes in a row. And he'd still have a better cute, a better touchdown interception ratio than these, than this pool of guys. And it's just, those stats are mind boggling. So yeah, I'll let you add, add a couple of points there. Now that I really wish I would have switched them around now, just due to the fact one thing that I totally forgot to weigh in on this. So I'm actually going to swap mine around. I'm going to have Brady in this slot solely for the reason Aaron Rodgers, the weapons that he has compared to the weapons that Brady has aren't, aren't even comparable. And for them to be one, arguably one play away from beating them and going to the Super Bowl with that much less of a roster, I'm going to give Aaron the nod for for the number one spot due due to that fact like he did win the mvp last year brady won the super bowl i mean they're both number one like it'd be like a 1a a 1ab you know like there's interchangeable basically but i the only reasons why i would give a little bit of a nod to aaron Rodgers is due to the fact you don't have ownership that you're friends with and you're continuing to do what you've you know, like all the off-field antics that he's had to deal with and continuing to go out and playing how he plays, like I just give him the number one spot due to that. Like Brady, you know, if it, if this was a lifetime, he'd be number one, obviously, because he's won Super Bowls. He's done, he's done everything that there is to do as a quarterback. But, yeah, I, I really wish I would have sw- swapped him around, so I apologize for that. Yeah, no problem. So then, obviously, number one, then I got Mr. Goat himself, Tom Brady, and you got Rodgers. So, yep. um, yeah, again, interchangeable. Couldn't have worded it better. 1A, 1A and 1B, kind of. Yep. They're both they're both basically tied and interchangeable. Um, but, yeah, I, I just gave Brady the the the, um, the, not, the slight notch ahead just because he did win a Super Bowl. And – one year removed coming to a completely new team to basically do what he did. Um, that that's why I give him that little spot above Rogers just for that reason. Um, putting all the haters to rest. It's hilarious thinking back to basically a year prior, how the Bucks were really the only team interested in pursuing him. They go out and get uh, washed up Tom Brady. Is he going to do anything has comes into the NFC in his first year and wins the Super Bowl. So um, obviously the greatest to ever, to ever do it. Um, but yeah, again, him and Aaron Rodgers basically interchangeable based on right now at this given point. Yeah. I just look at that move that Brady made kind of like what Kevin Durant did going to golden state. That's why I'd give him a little bit of a knock over compared to LeBron, because you know what I mean? That's why though that like, the, and that'd be my comparison for the NBA as well. It'd be one A and one B would be LeBron and Durant mm-hmm. <laughs> because of that reason. They both win. They both are very good. They're both leaders. They're both this. 
basically you can swap each other out on each other's teams and you're still going to get to the same spot that you were at. Just that one little difference is Brady, Brady went there and they basically built him a super team. And that's basically what Kevin decided to do when he went and joined Golden State is to join the super team. So, yeah, I mean, I feel like we even though I even though like we only had two, yeah, I feel like I surprised you a lot of my picks. Yeah, um, even though we only had two match up, we had another 10, 15 that were a pick or two away from each yeah. other. So, um, we're pretty, we're pretty. There's like I don't know three or four that were like whoa back and forth. That's so okay. You got him there, but, but yeah, I don't know. This was fun. Um, we'll definitely have to. They probably do this, make this a yearly thing as. Guys retire, guys, whatever, get moved around, all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, this was a lot of fun. And for those of you watching, feel free to drop in the comments if you want to see us do um, other positions, uh, if you want to rank teams, if you want us to – There's a, in the sports world, you can you, you can sit and rank literally anything and everything. Um, just because it's all, it's all opinion based. So obviously we're going to match up with some people's opinions, whether it's Joe Schmo off the street or some NFL analysts or anybody in between. So these are always fun to do and kind of debate back and forth and pick each other's brain. Yeah. And then once it gets close to the season too, we can, uh, do, we can kind of do like our own little fantasy type thing where we do like a pick them each weekend, whoever picks the most games, right. And then we could do like a Monday night tiebreaker where you pick the score. If it were to be a tiebreaker, whoever gets close to score, and we can do something fun that way as well. Cause I hope, hopefully Wisconsin uh, gets FanDuel sports gambling going here so that we can incorporate that into our show. Cause that's always a big thing too, to, hammered home some cash on some live bets yeah no i'm definitely excited as well for as much as we talk about the nfl and it's not even in season i'm definitely looking forward it's four months away football's still a ways away but um but yeah looking forward to when the nfl season comes again like you said doing fantasy leagues contests all that all that fun stuff um and speaking of contests again Still waiting for the NHL to wrap up, but again, keep an eye out for a bracket challenge that we're going to be doing. Um, we're not exactly sure what we're going to be doing for the uh, for the prize or anything yet, and kind of how we're going to lay, uh, structure out like the point system. Obviously, whoever, I don't know if we're going to do like the winner gets something or the top three, whatever it's going to be. Obviously, we'll drop details on that as it gets closer. But yeah, keep an eye out for that and looking forward to it. Yeah, thanks again, everyone, for stopping by. Um, don't forget to like, follow, subscribe to our channel. Follow us on all of our other social media platforms, Facebook, TikTok, um, Twitter. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. Um, yeah, pretty much we're making our making our rounds around the world here, and hopefully we become more accessible so that it's easier and easier to find us every single day. And uh, – yeah, we'll be back tomorrow breaking down some of the sports news from yesterday and today as there, it's kind of like that little lull period where we're in between playoffs starting for um, the NBA and the NHL. Baseball is kind of just getting rolling. Nothing really matters too much in the first month. The draft is over. Nothing really heats up till 
June 1st. So it's going to be a month. It's going to be a month here, but yeah, um, playoffs hopefully should get rolling in the next couple of weeks and we'll have a lot of exciting stuff to be breaking down each and every day for you. Yeah, that sounds good. Again, we'll see you guys tomorrow for some more sports news and yeah, then back next week to do it all again. So have a good rest of your day, everybody, and we'll see you tomorrow. Peace.